Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. This week, FT Money has learned that several large American companies operating in the UK are now thinking about changing the terms of their pension schemes for British employees. General Motors and Morningstar have already stopped making employer contributions to workers' pensions in the States, and they're now consulting on freezing contributions to the occupational schemes they run for staff over here. Now, Elaine, you've been investigating this, uh, and it's a worrying development for anyone who's struggling to save for their retirement right now. It is. We've heard lots of stories about final salary schemes being closed down for employees, but and in their stead we've had these uh, matching contribution schemes set up instead where you put money in and the employer puts money in and at the end of your working life this pot is, has been invested over the years and you receive the income from that. These contribution schemes are now what seem to be targeted by employers. They're looking for cost-saving measures. Now, you've obviously looked at what's happening in the US where they have a different type of uh, pension scheme which allows employers to suspend their contributions. Is that legally possible in the UK? It's not quite the same in the UK. So this is why the companies haven't actually suspended the contributions they make to employees. And while these discussions are going on with employee representatives, they're still making contributions to the schemes. But a UK employer doesn't have to make a contribution to a pension scheme for an employee. And if a scheme has already been set up, then there are a series of consultations they need to go through with staff that need to last 60 days at least before they make any changes. But in theory, they could stop making contributions and suspend a pension scheme. So let's just talk about the companies that are involved. I've mentioned General Motors, which obviously employs thousands of people. 5,000 in the UK. And also uh, Morningstar, the sort of financial data company. But uh, which other US companies over here? I've spoken to Xerox Europe. They're also having a look at the pension provision that they give to employees. And pension analysts have said that they're not hugely surprised to hear that these sorts of consultations are going on. And they would expect that more employers in the US and here make these sorts of changes. So let's look at the, the damage that this could do. Employer contributions are very important, aren't they, to building up that retirement fund. Um, What sort of value uh, are we talking about? Well, what we should say is that any kind of contribution suspension 
would have a limited lifetime because in 2012 the government has set up this personal account system which means that all employers will have to make a contribution as will employees to a pension fund. So although this news is bad it's it's not going to last forever but even the loss of three years worth of an employer contribution could really add up because of compound interest and because the average amount of employer contribution is about 7.5% of a salary so it's quite big. Um, Watson Wyatt came up with some figures looking at a, a salary of say £100,000 for a 45-year-old employee to lose out on three years of employer contributions. If you add up the interest over the span of a working life, you could lose out on something like 70000 from your eventual pension pot. And presumably, Elaine, with, I mean, with these discussions going on now, this is arguably the worst time to be stopping contributions because, of course, markets are low. So for long-term investors, you know, many advisors would say this is the perfect time to be putting more money in, into a long-term savings scheme. Absolutely. In three years' time, the market could be anywhere, but it could be a lot higher than it is now. And if you're buying at that point back into a pension scheme, that could be devastating for your eventual fund. And Elaine, is there anything that employees can do to stop this happening? There's not. I mean, it's good in a way that in the UK the employer has to consult with representatives employees. So you're not suddenly going to get a letter in the post saying that your employer is no, no longer making contributions. Well, I'd say there is something employees can do. I mean, there, there, there are perfectly decent legal principles here. It's about established practice. If, if it is spelt out in your contract, you're entitled to a pension. And if any contribution basis is made, including the fact that employee contributions go in, then I think people would be perfectly entitled to challenge on breach of contract. Um, I think there's a very good legal point as well, which trade unions have brought up in recent years, called trying to define pensions as deferred pay, just as they cannot cut your pay without proper consultation and ultimately agreement, they cannot cut a pension. This is why it'll be so interesting to see what comes of these consultations, which we'll know about within sort of a couple of months' time. It will be seen by UK employees as a pay cut, but what actuaries have said is that employers are quite careful now in how they word your contract and many won't actually say that they will definitely give you this particular percentage of your pay in a pension. They may just say that you have the right to join a pension scheme and that the employer has the right to define the terms of that. So we'll need to have a look at what happens at the end of these consultation periods. But for now, um, thanks very much, Elaine. And uh, for more on the possible changes to employers' pension schemes, you can read Elaine's investigation in FT Money with this weekend's FT. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover... Who was their best mentor? What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.